Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Owning your dream home in Canada. Well, for most of us in Canada, and specifically in Ottawa, we're going to say, we require financing. It's not as straightforward as just paying cash typically, right? And so does it matter? Does it matter where and what I get for financing? Absolutely. It, it is a key component to owning the dream home and being able to protect that equity onwards. Okay. So it's a kind of a whole package, not really just even about the interest rate, but sort of the whole package, the contract, what, what the client's looking for over the next five years and what they want to achieve in the next five years. Okay. So today, as we learn about mortgages and what the possibilities are, you're going to be positioned to financially have a mortgage, or it may not even be a mortgage. It may be something a little bit different that serves you powerfully. Does that sound good? Well, I'm Yetta Decker, and I am here today with Kelly Wilson of the Wilson team. And the reason I've invited her here is because she's going to help us, help you help me open up the possibilities around how to get the best financing that's actually going to serve you. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Does I'm me excited. Too. Me too. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. It's always <laughs> good to connect because what we'll be able to do is we're going to look at the five core questions that when you have a solid answer to them, you're going to have mastery over your financing. So here are the five. The first one, first question is the mighty interest rate, right? Mm, we'll see. The terms are insignificant, aren't they? Well, let's check that one out too. The numbers on my credit score, what do they really have an impact on? The rate that I get, the amount I can borrow, what is that whole credit conversation? And then once we begin that credit conversation, number four is how do I improve it, fix it, or maintain it so I'm positioned to get the mortgage that I want, not the one they want to give me. And then number five is what are the A to Zs? What are the A to Z for me if I want to fund a mortgage for you if you want to go get financing for a house? Does that sound like a good start? Excellent questions. I know. <laughs> I thought about them a lot because they're the questions I had. What I've learned is that the questions I had when I was getting my first house, my second house, my fifth house, are similar to the questions that we generally all have as Canadians. And what I want to make sure we do is that as you move forward, you'll never again, like doesn't this sound good, to never again make a decision around your financing that's uninformed, that actually bites you later. I don't want that for you, and I'm pretty certain you don't want that for you either. So, Kelly, number one, let's just dig right in. The mighty interest rate. It's all that matters, right? I wish that was all that matters. And I know that Canadians, um, you know, that is the number one question is what is my interest rate going to be? So every time we get a new client, somebody's calling and looking for information, generally the very first question is, I just want to know what the interest rate is, which could potentially uh, be uh, a major downfall in the future, especially if you're looking to make changes, uh, relocate, um, something happens, sickness, illness, all of those things 
Um, so I think it's really important that interest rates are good. And, you know, the benefit of, you know, working with the brokers, we always, all the banks are competing for the same clients, right? It's, it's everybody's looking to, to achieve that, uh, to that, to achieve that new client and, and offer an excellent mm-hmm. interest rates. So, but I think it's really important is to have a full conversation with the client in terms of what is it that's most important and what is more likely to happen, right? Especially, um, especially with Canadians and their their jobs and their ability to move, right? Relocate is a big one. Um, if, uh, if if something should happen where they need to get into a bigger home later on or they need to refinance later or they need to port. So all of these things make a huge difference uh, in terms of what product, even buying investment property. If that's something that's on their radar and they want to look at, at buying something in the future, uh, you know, that's something that we have to look at because it's a really about product. It's really about the contract as, mm. you know, if, if the difference from interest rate might be 0.20%, it might be $20, $30 a month, will it limit you? And can it cost you thousands of dollars down the road? And I think that's a, a huge part. So as much as I, I love to give a good interest rate, um, it's important to look at the top three options that the client has available to them to be able to say, okay, this is the rate with here, this is the rate over here, and this is the rate over here, and break down all of those items that are within that product and contract so that the client feels empowered to be able to make that choice for themselves. We don't always know what the future is going to hold. We generally don't know what the future is going to hold, and yet we still have some sense as to who we are and how we kind of flow in this life, Mm -hmm. right? So are we somebody that is certain that they will never, ever, ever invest? Or is it kind of a thing that's running in the back of your mind already? If that conversation, if you've watched others thrive in their investing, if you've been to one of our investing workshops and seen how simple it is to actually buy two for the price of one, two homes for the price of one, Mm -hmm. um, you may be thinking, well, that's something I wouldn't mind doing down the road. And so by only thinking about interest rate, sometimes it actually will cost you like thousands and thousands of dollars when it's not necessary. Like it's, it's not necessary by just looking. And the things that we can't count on are family dynamic changes. You know, maybe we weren't planning on having a lot of babies and then all of a sudden we were blessed with three or four in a pretty short period of time. That has happened to several of our clients. And now all of a sudden the home that they could have foreseen themselves in for quite a few years really creates more conflict. Mm-hmm. than not because it's just too tight or too confining. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are so many things that you can't see, and yet those things you can see, if there's a thought in the back of your head, you need to share that. <laughs> please, like, please, 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 because it's all about serving you to the best decision. Mm-hmm. And you can't really look at viable options if if you don't have clarity about what's going on and you don't give your mortgage specialist and us as your realtor clarity, it's really hard to help you. So the almighty interest rate, clearly you're still out to get them a great interest rate. Yeah, absolutely. And it just may not always be the lowest interest rate that is attached to the best mortgage. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And you know what? Maybe you want to plan on going back to school. Maybe you want to plan on opening a business. Maybe... Uh, you're planning on downsizing in a few years, moving in with parents. So there's all of these options and choices that we're always 
looking at, and yet having that interest rate is the most key because it is the largest asset you're ever going to have, but it's also one of the largest liabilities that you're going to have, right? So you don't want to be forced into really high penalties, mortgage penalties, uh, if for some reason you have to break it or even take advantage of a lower rate, right, which is another great option. Um, but usually when I get a phone call and the client is, you know, having that conversation, you know, Kelly, we want to make some changes. Kelly, we're looking at moving. Kelly, we want to learn how to access the money out of our property. Maybe they, they had a flood or something happened in the property and they need to access the equity in the property and take money back out that they've already invested into the home. And that's something that when I ask which financial institution they're currently working with, I generally have an idea of what that's going to look and cost them, right? So, so having that planning and giving the client the ability to make their own choices about what's important to them is a huge part of that interest rate. Right. So it's really about laying out your options. It is. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. And, and the neat thing with a mortgage specialist versus a traditional bank when you just go straight into your bank, and I've done both, so I understand and have experienced both, is that they can only, a bank can only offer me, they can only offer you the options that they have available. Mm -hmm. So from their product suite or suite of products mm -hmm. versus if I'm going to my mortgage specialist, which I now do routinely, she's able to shop across all of the different options available for me and look at not only the products in one institution, actually look at what products are available for me that best suit me as a self-employed entrepreneur. And even if you're an employed person, like mm -hmm. it's just a, it may be different institutions that are best for you than for me. And yet there's still more than one. There is. And as a, as a broker, we work with anybody in the country that basically sells mortgages. So we do work with the big mm -hmm. banks and they're very different from one another. We do work with the credit unions. Uh, we also work with insurance companies sell mortgages. If, if you know, a lot of people don't know, Manulife, Industrial Alliance. And then we also have what's called monoline lenders. So mm -hmm. there's a slew of, 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 of financial institutions to choose from that all have different uh, contracts, different penalties associated, different porting options, um, collateral charges, reinvestment fees. So all of these extra costs that you don't really know how to interpret when you're actually going through the contract. What does that mean? So you need somebody professionally to break all of that down so that you're not exactly, you know, paying more in the future. So I do think that, um, you know, speaking with somebody who has access to everybody uh, will allow you to just make a better financial decision. Um, and of course, we deal with uh, with alternative lenders, which is really nice too, uh, which are becoming a lot more popular <laughs> okay. in Canada with all the new B20 and B21 rule changes that have been uh, happening. Um, so you probably heard a lot about that, right, in the last few years. Yeah. And so that's where the terms come in a lot too. Like, well, the interest rate, obviously, it's not only about the mighty interest rate, although it matters and we want to take it into consideration. Mm -hmm. Number two is sort of what are the terms? And we they these two conversations really slide into one another. They do. And so we've been talking about both a little bit. And yet, give an example of what you mean by terms. So uh, essentially, you have um, you know variable versus fixed is 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 a, 
a type of product, but then you have term. So your term could be a one to five year. Uh, your term could be how long you want to amortize the property over. So essentially taking that two, three, four hundred thousand and putting over 25 years, 30 years. Believe it or not, we still have longer, uh, longer amortizations to assist. Um, we look at uh, the, the cost of, of borrowing should, again, something change or we need to do something different. But if, if we look at the entire uh, client portfolio and we see that maybe they're too leveraged at this point or maybe they're not showing enough income because they've started a business, we do have alternative lenders for that. And the alternative lending space just means that the client's probably going to have to put a little bit more money down, right? It's not going to be your traditional 5%. Uh, you're generally looking from anywhere from 15 to 20% as a down payment to be able to, you know, get into that home buying process. So maybe you do have the capital, but you don't necessarily have the credit or, you know, you have the capital, you don't necessarily have the income because you're, you're new and, and starting a business and you're taking that money and putting it, you know, back into the business. Um, so there's uh, rental properties, they're getting a lot more difficult uh, to finance. But, you know, it's, it's every, again, every lender is completely different in how they even interpret uh, rental income, right, which is another huge one. So I, I think having the terms and the options are great. I'm never, I've never been one who's been scared of interest rates. Of course, um, my first mortgage, 8.3. What was your first mortgage rate? <laughs> A lot more than that. Yeah. Um, how about when they were 15% and I was just getting out of high school when they were 22, 21, 22. My car loan was there though. Yes. So I yeah. absolutely had a brand new car at that interest rate. And then mortgage rates, when they dropped to 15, I can remember I was in the industry already and people were locking in for five years because they'd just been sitting in the 20s. Yeah. And so 15 was a bargain. I remember the first 14.75. It was like, <laughs> locking in for five, here we come. And so, and then I can remember when we got 10 and that was like, oh, that is the best. Like, it just doesn't get better than 10. <laughs> Tell it at 8.3. <laughs> right. And, and so it really, it just depends on when you got into the market, what countries you've lived in, what provinces, what city, you know, just where you've been and where you've even been in terms of ability to get financing. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't private lending that I was getting. This was traditional a-class lenders at those interest rates. So now that we're sitting in the, like, below five, like, when it hit below five, I thought, well, it can't go any lower. That's what we all and then yeah. it, And then it just kept going and mm -hmm. going and going. So although, and this is just a little tiny aside that I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't touch on it, and that is... I don't enjoy the stress and pressure that it's put on people with the new lending rules and regulations. Yeah. Okay. And yet in the next breath, I'm actually really excited about them. And it's because in the past, sometimes people just squeaked into getting the mortgage. And if the interest rates went up to even a phenomenal low of five mm -hmm. or six, people would lose their houses. Mm-hmm and not have a roof over their head. So better to buy less house and actually have a roof over your head 
than not be able to live in the space that you've purchased, mm -hmm. right? So as much as it's a difficult, arduous right now where we're in the transition and it seems that every week there is a shift and I know it's not that frequent, it just feels like it <laughs> and it's creating a lot of stress and anxiety for people, it's actually, it is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It is a good thing that it's becoming a little bit harder. So now that leads us into the whole improve, fix, and maintain my credit worthiness, mm -hmm. right? Which, well, I guess first, before we go down that one is, does my credit score matter to the rate and the amount I can borrow? Uh, absolutely. And um, part of that, that shifting from the new mortgage rule changes is that when you talk about getting an interest rate at 3%, now you're looking at qualifying at five. So that has been the, the newest rule change that has mm -hmm. been implemented is that it doesn't matter who you are, what you're borrowing or what you're doing. Every single individual has to qualify at the 2% higher than the contract rate or higher than the uh, posted rate. So depending on which space you're in. So um, that's pretty much across the board and it has been able to, you know, it has made an effect where you, you're borrowing less Mm -hmm. um, but at least in an interest rate rising environment, you will have that protection of being able to sustain that interest rate increase, right? So credit. Yes, it matters. <laughs> it matters. Okay. Um, and I think I'm, I just wanted to touch very quickly about, you know, some key points that people don't realize what they need to do when. And this is just a lot of the applications that we get in and, we're, and that we're seeing. And we do have a, a credit course that we teach. Um, but... In order to have a wonderful credit score, um, the biggest thing that we're looking for is no late payments within the last two years. That's a big one. We really want to make sure that anybody that uh, has lent any money, right? So lines of credits, car payments. I know that people think that hydro and cell phones and rent is something that is reporting, but it's actually not reporting at all to the credit bureau. So um, any financial institution that has lent money with a contract of repayment terms is where you want to make sure that those are not being missed at or any point. Or even delayed a day. De yeah, I mean, set it up right through the bank that you can just have automatic payments of the interest only and, and you don't even have to think about it, what day it is, right? So that's one thing. The second thing is a lot of people don't realize that they should never be utilizing more than 65% of their available credit limit. So that that represents about 30 to 40% of your overall score. It's a huge huge impact on there. So even if you have a $500 card, you know, a credit card for $500 and you've gone up to $500 and it you know, it registers that next month, you're going to see a major decline in your credit score. Wow. So that's a that's a huge thing. So if I if I notice somebody is near the limit, I'll I'll, I'll say, you know what, give the bank a quick call, get them to increase that limit. Don't spend it. <laughs> Please don't spend it. But if you can't pay it off right now, let's at least get you to the point where we can increase it just a little bit so that, you know, it opens up and gives you a higher credit score. So we're looking for also two trade lines. So what is a trade line? Again, that's when you have borrowed money from a financial institution. So uh, student loan counts. You know, if you've already started repayment on a student loan, that will count. Uh, lines of credits, car payments, um, loans, if you're, you're looking at doing a loan or a consolidation loan. Uh, cell phones are reporting. They're not heavily relied on, but if you're delinquent, 
then it becomes a problem, right? So make sure you're paying those cell phone bills on time because that was a new one. And the really neat thing that, uh, that we really look forward to now is that mortgages are back on and reporting to the credit bureau, which is huge because most people will never, Canadians are diligent in making their mortgage payments and their rent payments, right? That's one thing um, that will really allow you to help build credit if you're not a first-time buyer, but you're trying to maintain. But, you know, maybe you could be a little bit lax on the hydro if you've, you know, if you've come into a situation in your life. So give us a call and let us know where's the better place to be able to make those payments until that, that rough patch goes through. Maybe it's a loss of job or, again, illness or something like that. So credit is huge. Um, for a lot of the specialty products, uh, we have, for example, a flex down. And a flex down means that you're actually able to borrow the down payment from the bank. So you don't have to save it because it's really difficult to save right now with living expenses. So now we allow you to, well, it's been around for a long time, but it is a special program. So you, ha you really do have to have excellent credit because there's only two financial institutions that are actually offering it. And then people say, well, what, what, who... Who's given that? You know, if there's only two, actually, it's one of the best contracts in the country. So it's it's a win-win on both 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 ends. And we we actually just did one yesterday where the client is going to borrow the money, put it into an RSP, and wait 90 days, and then be able to take it and then use it for the five percent down. Whatever refund it triggers, they can put back onto the loan. So it it just made it really smooth. They don't. Necessarily, they may not be able to buy four hundred thousand dollars, but they're still able to get you know three three twenty, and then still get into that housing market, which is really exciting that we have. So credit yeah. matters because it gets you the type of specialty products that are required sometimes to have extended amortizations, right? To um, have a little bit of a credit score. Some you know sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, we have to take care of our credit um, collections. You know what? They're terrible when you're in a sticky well, situation. No matter what, they are. And sometimes we don't agree with Rogers, and we don't agree with Bell, and we don't agree with these. You know, or we're in a uh, a situation with Visa where you've moved and your address didn't change, and they never picked it up, and they're reporting you late, mm -hmm. and then you get really upset. And you don't want to make a payment. Well, <laughs> those all have to be paid off before <laughs> before we get in into the mortgage process. So so anybody who's coming to me, they say, I don't I didn't really want to pay that. Unfortunately, you cannot move forward without having, you know, that paid off. And then the last thing that the banks like to make sure are paid off is income tax. Uh -huh. That's a big one. A lot of people don't realize that all their income ha tax has to be paid in full prior to being able to uh, purchase B before the banks will fund a mortgage. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's a big one. So if I have a good credit score and I want to improve it, yeah. a few simple steps, I think is what I heard you say, is make sure that I automate all my bills. Yep. Make sure that um, if there's something I can't pay for whatever reason, that I actually check with you to mm. find out which one will harm me least. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then only keep on my credit cards no more than 65% of the amount that I have access to. Exactly. So if I have a, a $10,000, because I can do good, simple math, $10,000 credit <laughs> limit, then I would never want it to go over 6500 And this is just an interest question that maybe if it interests me, it may interest somebody else that's listening, is if I... Um, 
don't pay it off fully or when I do pay it off fully every month, does that change my credit score? Uh, it does a little bit. I mean, the, the credit bureau will recognize that it's that the balance is going back to zero, but your threshold really is 65%. And we see it often not that one credit card is sitting empty and the other one's at the max, right? So you're going, well, why don't we transfer some of that over to here? Yeah, but I get a really good rate on this one, you know, at 0% or 2% for six months or, or a year. And this one's 20. And while I can appreciate that because it's saving you money to have it built up on one or maybe the line of credit rate is fantastic at five or six percent we really want to uh, make sure that it's spread out a little bit even regardless of the interest rate because again we do not want to exceed that 65 percent and I've seen people's credit go under just for a twenty dollar payment mm. right and you know they say well I, I don't even owe anything you know I, said, I know wow. <laughs> it's unfortunate but that's how it's reported it, it is yeah there's so much great valuable information here and what I'm feeling sad about right about now is I know we still get to talk about the A to Z of getting the mortgage that you want and I know we're not going to give you all the information that's available to give you because there's 30 years experience here and couple of decades experience in the chair next to me and Kelly. And so there is so much more. So if you're sort of saying, you haven't covered everything I need to know, (laughs) pick up the phone, send me an email, reach out to Kelly. We're both so accessible. The Wilson team is everywhere. The Decker team is everywhere. You know what you need to do. Just reach out to us if you're saying, I didn't get everything I needed today because there is way more to be had. Or attend one of the conferences or courses, workshops that we facilitate both of us. Now, the A to Z, what are the top four things? Okay, we'll give them five. <laughs> top five things I need to think about. So we'll do A to E. <laughs> A to E. Uh, so the top five things to think about is definitely uh, getting that the, the whole application reviewed, right? So picking your interest rate, getting the right term, uh, making sure that you're set up for any changes in the future making sure the credit is in check. And sometimes we work with client for a year or two just to get that in line and, and figure it out. And I can give timelines and things like that. The biggest challenge that we have today, and this is for a few reasons. Um, one, the B20 guidelines, of course, um, but two, there is a huge influx in, in fraud, unfortunately. And paperwork is probably the most important part of this entire transaction. So to have the most successful transaction, to have the most successful interest rate, you're looking at making sure that all your documents are in order. And we can definitely give you that list when you give us a call because okay. that's, that's, that's key right now. So that's ABC. Do we have a D and an E? Uh, yeah, uh, making sure that you're aligning yourselves with the right professionals. Woohoo! I, I have a story for you from last week. Well, we we won't have time for the story, but you can reach Kelly and she'll share the story. (laughs) Building inspectors, real estate agents, lawyers, those are your key players and making sure you're aligned with the right with the right team. Absolutely. Okay. It's crucial to have And number five. And number five, uh, once you're getting into the property. Um, just making sure that you're touching base with us on an annual basis. So, mm. right, just to make sure that we understand any changes. Keeping in touch with any market and industry changes is huge, especially if you're looking to make a change. Wow. Yeah. All right. So wasn't that amazing? We covered interest rates. We covered terms. We covered credit checks, how to fix them and what the rate means. And we even went so far as just the A to, a to E. So we didn't give you quite everything, and yet I think we give you a lot more in those areas. So, like, as always, 
This is actually a lot of fun and we're thrilled that we're able to partner with you moving forward together just really in a playful sort of manner mm-hmm. because it's fun to hang out because I always say if I ain't having fun, I'm going home and it's <laughs> got to be powerful and it's got to be purposeful. So thank you so much for moving forward together and let's just keep doing it. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly.